going on, guys? Thanks for coming back to the channel. I uh, appreciate you giving this stuff a listen. Like I said in my last entry, I'm going to talk now about the trailer to the new Mortal Kombat film that HBO Max has coming out. Uh, I just had to watch it again for like the umpteenth time. I don't know how many times I've actually watched it. It's been out for a couple of weeks now, and all I really have to say is... My goodness, for what has been so long that we've been dying for something that looks relatively close to a hopefully good, and not even just good, but also gory, and also filled with exactly what Mortal Kombat has become over the years. And I've played a lot of the games, I haven't really played them in order, I think the last real one I really dove into, um... Which one was it? I want to say it was two games ago. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. But I remember when I bought it, I bought the special edition version, which came with a Scorpion figure statue. And I still have that statue. So, I've been a fan of these since the 90s. You know, when the games came out on Super Nintendo and Sega. And, well, when one came out, it only had eight fighters. And then two came out, and it had like 12 fighters. And it's just one of the things that I need to make sure I touch base on when it comes to a movie like this is you have to go into it and I read something like this online and I'm just kind of reiterating the same point in my own words but you have to go into this realizing that this film is meant to be fun this isn't meant to be an Oscar nominated performance this isn't meant to be something that's going to break boundaries this is based on a game that really had no storyline and as the games progressed it wasn't until maybe like it's fifth iteration that they actually was like okay let's give it a story like they're just pointless fighting games that everybody enjoyed every 90s kid enjoyed these games and it got a lot of scrutiny for being the game that it was which you know is understandable for the time and just even for now's time like there's always going to be a people who attack video games and mortal kombat has been the one to just say whatever and it keeps doing it it keeps getting better and better and like fatalities get crazy and the storylines are getting so complex and they've really built up this huge lore to a game that really was just nothing they're just like we have to make a fighting game and there's actually a uh series on netflix that kind of talks about like the games i think it's called the games that made us or whatnot and they talk about mortal kombat in that series you know it starts from like the the mid and early 80s and it moves its way up and progresses towards like the mortal kombat era and then into the early 2000s and they talk about mortal kombat really seriously because that was one of the first of its games that was doing what mortal kombat essentially does and when we got those first movies the, the very first one, which, you know, was good. And it's not, like, the greatest movie. It's not the greatest rendition. It was fun. It was good to see as a kid going to the theater and watching that film. You know, you have people who will say that it was not good up to today's standards. But to 90s standards, I thought the first one was great. I'll even say that I thought the second one was great. Because I was a kid when that came out. And I was watching it because I loved Mortal Kombat. And just seeing more characters portrayed in a live action rendition like that it just made me happy you know but you know now being i'm older there's different levels of scrutiny you look back and you go okay these films weren't good i get it but one of the things that doesn't make it like that it's not like it's not good it's just that one of the biggest issues when it comes to saying making a video game into a movie or making a book into a movie not even a book but like a comic book into a movie or 
any sort of adaptation from one media trying to translate it into film, one thing that a lot of these um, screenwriters or directors or producers, they miss, is they miss that these things are meant to just be what everybody loves about it from its original context form. We loved Mortal Kombat because Mortal Kombat was super fun. Like, a lot of people don't even care about storylines. They don't care about the lore. Some people really dive deep into the lore, and the lore creates a more pleasurable video gaming experience for them when it comes to these Mortal Kombat games. But essentially, you don't really need to know that. You, you Even if you took the lore and made a movie based on that, it would still be enjoyable because even their lore makes sense and still fits in with why we play that game. We play that game to do really ridiculous combos, unrealistic, you know, kills, and watch these fatalities that are animated to the point that it's so out of this world that we know, like when people say, oh, they watch Mortal Kombat, and then they're going to go out and try it out themselves. Never once have I seen a Mortal Kombat fatality and thought, oh yeah, when I'm in a real street fight, I'm going to uppercut a dude and he's going to fall 50 feet into a bunch of spikes. Zero times that ever happened in life. Like, it doesn't translate. Maybe the idea of wanting to fight in real life translates, and maybe these guys who play fighting games want to grow up and be fighters, and then they become professional boxers or MMA stars or something like that. Maybe you can make that connection, but the majority of rational thinking people look at that game and realize, yeah, nobody can make a sword out of pure ice and then stab you with it. Like, that's not how reality works. We go into these games trying to have fun. We go into these games realizing that it takes us out of reality and puts us into this ridiculously bizarre universe where we can beat the crap out of the computer or even our even our friends in, when we do two-player. And you can do two-player online now. I don't even need to have my friend at my house and have the two controllers hooked up. I'm using a wireless controller and I can play a random dude in Zimbabwe from my PlayStation and fight him in Mortal Kombat. Like, that's what these games are for. They're meant for the the competitive nature, and they're meant to be fun. So when you make the movie, you have to make the movie fun. And I think that's what they're finally getting right with this new movie that they could have come out with. And the other recent iteration they attempted was, I want to say 2009 or 2010. It was called... Um, Mortal Kombat Legacy, and it was uh, from this production company called uh, Machinima, which I don't think is around anymore, actually. And it was episodic. They had these little episodes that portrayed a darker version of, say, the Mortal Kombat universe. They had two seasons of this, and it had some really good actors portraying a lot of people's favorite characters that we wanted to see in that light. And even some... No, of their own interpretations of those characters. Just like this movie has. This movie has its own interpretation on certain characters or even certain characters' origins, which is fine, because you can play with that. Like, there are so many unique characters you can play with. I just watched a video recently of um, from Ed Boon, uh, the creator of Mortal Kombat, and he was talking about how every time they recreate a character or they create a new character, they think about two things. One, what have we not done before? And two, how can we fit it into the essential lore? And what can we give this character that makes him stand out? So you're not just making a dozen Liu Kangs or a dozen Sub-Zeros. You've already done that. you got a Sub-Zero, you got a Liu Kang, you got a Scorpion. Who else can you incorporate? And he said some very insightful things, like uh, for Cabal, if you know who that fighter is, he's his interpretation of the Flash, 
he said in that interview, I really wanted to put the Flash in Mortal Kombat, and Cabal was our way to do that. Boom. So there you go. Makes perfect sense. So there's a lot of that in that interview, if you can find it. I forget who it's by. It might be IGN. I'm not 100% sure. But find that interview with Ed Boon. It's very insightful. Um, so now when it comes to this interpretation, I think what they finally have hit is where the 2010 iteration by Machinima was really hitting on. And they're trying to capitalize on that. They're trying to capitalize on what that one did with a better production and a more openness to what they're going to do with the story. Now, from what the trailer shows, I don't know who, like, the, the there seems to be a focus around this character called Cole. I don't know who that is or who that's supposed to be. Um, in the credits on IMDb, he's uh, the actor Louis Tan is uh, credited to be playing Cole Young. Never heard Young in, or the last name Young, because they're really big on, like, giving a lot of characters, you know, last names, you know, Jackson Briggs, Sonya Blade, Liu Kang. I don't know who Cole Young is. I've never heard Young in the lore. So this just might be a character created for the, um, for this film. Which is perfectly fine. I, I believe the last game I played was when they incorporated people's kids. They had Jax Briggs' daughter, Sonya Blade and Johnny Cage's um, daughter, uh, Liu Kang's son, I think. Like, they incorporated a lot of, like, people's kids to kind of lead into a new generation of fighters. Which made perfect sense. It gives you younger versions of these older fighters that we knew about. And, again, every game kind of follows its own story. And maybe it makes sense, maybe it doesn't. Maybe if you really laid out the grand scheme of things with all of the um, lore that they have that would back it up and you followed a certain timeline, it might make sense. But essentially, it doesn't have to. It just has to be fun. It has to be everything you're expecting out of a Mortal Kombat game, especially at this point in time. By Mortal Kombat 11, everybody knew what you were expecting when you got that game. You bought that game because you knew that not only were they going to upgrade um, characters, they were going to upgrade graphics, they were also going to upgrade fighting. They were going to upgrade what they did with those games. And this movie is a huge step forward with that. And again, it just looks like they're having fun with it. You don't see too much in the trailer that gives you a lot of what might happen. What you do see is you see a lot of characters that you know we do know and love. And I can't even say that it's a bunch of no names playing them, because a lot of these people, a lot of these actors that are in the film, they're all they all have done something, or I've at least recognized the majority of them. Uh, the actress who's playing Sonya Blade, I don't know her offhand, uh, nor do I know the actor who's playing Jack Spriggs. But a lot of the other um, uh, Japanese, uh, Asian, or even Indonesian actors that I've recognized. I know them from tons of things. So the actor who's playing Sub-Zero is an actor uh, whose name is Joe Talslam. Uh, I, I hope I'm not butchering that, but he's a big, like, Indonesian-style fighter, I believe. And he's been in a lot of films over the last couple of years that really emphasize his martial arts capability. One of the big ones being The Raid and The Raid 2. If you haven't seen those, they're fantastic. It stars him and um, Ego US. Ego US is another fantastic Indonesian martial artist. And he's definitely taken place um, in my heart, especially where like Tony Ja used to, I used to hold Tony Ja. I now hold guys like Joel Talzim and Ego US. These are guys you definitely have to look at if you really want some really good martial arts movies and some really good action films. And even one that Joel Talzman did 
uh, pretty recently for ne- for Netflix called The Night Comes For Us. If you haven't sat down with that film, watch that film. It is so, so good. Especially if you want, like, really gritty, really gritty action and really interesting, like, stories with, you know... Especially if you are somebody who appreciates, like, the foreign films that we get to see. Like, these are films that are, because they're Indonesian fighters, they're originally released um, overseas. So then we get them afterwards. So if you don't mind that, you don't mind subtitles, I suggest watching anything Joe Talzim is in. Or anything Ego U.S. is in. Um, another character uh, would be Liu Kang. Who, oh, and by the way, if I didn't mention it, Joel Talzim is the actor who's playing Sub-Zero. Uh, the actor who's playing Liu Kang is an actor whose name is uh, Lin, Lindy Lin. Lindy Lin. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, if you don't recognize him, that's the guy who played Zack in the Power Rangers movie from 2017. I recognized him right off the bat because I'm a huge fan of that film. I thought the Power Rangers film was extremely fun. And again, Power Rangers is another thing. These just have to be fun. But of course, Power Rangers didn't hit too well and it really hasn't gone anywhere since that. Even though they did kind of set themselves up for a sequel. Haven't heard anything about that. But I'm glad this guy's doing something else. And I think he's going to play a fantastic Liu Kang. He looks the part. He looks really good. So... If you don't recognize him, you'd probably recognize him after I mentioned that he's in there. Let's also get to the character of Scorpion, played by actor Hiroyuki Sanada, who some might recognize from, say, uh, the Wolverine. Um, not like the uh, Origins Wolverine, like the Wolverine film. I think it's from 2012 or 2013. Uh, he was also in um, Avengers Endgame. Uh, but one of the films that I recognize him from mostly is uh, The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise. He plays the opposing uh, samurai warrior who doesn't like Tom Cruise in that film. And he's a fantastic martial artist. Almost everything he's done has proven that he's a fantastic martial artist. So I'm super excited that all these legitimate fighters are now are also now getting these roles in these films. Uh, I don't know who the actor who plays Kano is. Uh, Kano looks pretty dope. Um, again, they don't show you too much in the film. They do show you, or in the trailer, I should say. I should say, they do show you a small clip of him using his eye beam to kind of melt someone that you see off screen. Uh, but he doesn't have the metal part of his face, so I don't know how they're gonna play that. Um, you see a small glimpse of Melina. I don't know who's playing Melina. I'm not sure who that is. Uh, Kung Lao, who I'm so happy is getting a live-action adaptation. I think Kung Lao is one of the most underrated and underused characters for all of these films. Even the ones from Legacy, I don't think lose um, Kung Lao either. And I think that's going to be so awesome to see him in live-action. Also in the credits of the IMDb site, you also see that they mention uh, Cabal and Natara. If you know Mortal Kombat, you know those are two characters that... We're, we're hoping to expect, along with many others, but they don't mention any others besides those and the ones we see in the trailer. So Cabal and Natara aren't in the trailer, but they are in the. Um, they are going to be in this film, and I don't know those actors who are playing them, uh, but I also do remember seeing in the trailer. There's a small glimpse of Kano um, fighting someone, and it looks like a kind of werewolf. And for some reason, that, that to me screams Nightwolf. Like, that looks like Nightwolf. Because Nightwolf's, like, creature animation is a wolf. He turns into a wolf. So, if that's their interpretation of Nightwolf, 
there's nothing listed about him being involved, for that character being involved in the movie. So that's something they're trying to hide, but then snuck into the trailer and only real fans of Mortal Kombat know of these characters. That's something that's cool to me. I, I like that they're trying to hide certain characters where you at least got... Because you also don't see a lot of... And even if you go to IMDb, you don't see a lot of the characters that you're, you are expecting. There's no Johnny Cage in the in the trailer, nor is he credited on IMDb. Um, no Johnny Cage. There's no Reptile. There's, you know, any of the other um, ninjas that are, they only have Sub-Zero and they only have Scorpion. Maybe they're leaving them for a sequel and they're only, like, trying to see, like, have the... These fights kill off a bunch of people, go to the next one. Um, Katana, you don't see anything about Katana. She plays a huge role in in the story. You don't see, like, Cyrax or Smoke. You don't see Noob Saibot. You don't see anybody... You don't see anybody new, but you're also missing a lot of people that are old. You even see in a small glimpse, you see Goro. And Goro's not even listed... Um, as being credited for the film at all on IMDb. But you see him in the trailer. You see him jumping up into the air and all all four of his fists about to smash on somebody. So Goro's going to be in that, but there's no actor credited for his voice or anything on the IMDb website. So maybe it's not updated, but even if it's not, again, this could be stuff that they're hiding that they're going to show us when they finally release the film. So the trailer is a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to another live action adaptation of Mortal Kombat. I think it's well-deserved. I think it's years in the making, and we deserved it for so long. And, like, we've gotten how many, you know, Spider-Man, how many Fantastic Four, how many Batman. And, you know, I'll never say boo to any of those, and I'll love all of those to the end of time. But Mortal Kombat, like, they're still making these games, and they're still making even animation short films for these games and nobody has come forward even before machinima went and did something like maybe it was a licensing thing that somebody couldn't get the rights to it i don't know but it's been way too long it's been almost it's 2021 22 years i want to say maybe mortal kombat annihilation came out in 99 22 years since the last full length like meant to be in theaters mortal kombat film has been released that's a long time and most licenses would have been canceled by then. Like, even one of the big things behind the Fantastic Four movies was the reason why they came out with the debauchery that was the Fantastic Four from maybe four or five years ago was that in order to keep the licensing, Fox had to make sure they made a movie at every, like, five years or something. After five years, if they hadn't done anything with the property, they would lose the license. And they were like, no, we can't lose the license, because what happens if we lose it? They know Marvel Studios is going to pick it up. So they're like, nope, we're taking it. And then, lo and behold, a couple of years after that, Fox gets brought out by Disney outright. So they lost it regardless, but they still gave us a crap Fantastic Four. Now we're going to get a good Fantastic Four. So maybe this was a licensing thing. I don't remember who did the film's... Uh, from the 90s, maybe they finally lost the license, and maybe it's now given to somebody else, or somebody else picked it up, to actually do something good, and give us a fun movie to look forward to. I've watched the trailer at least, I don't know, 15 times. Like, it's just so good. It's got a bunch of other actors in it that you may or may not recognize. Um, I'm going to butcher some of these names. Uh, Chin Han, who plays Shao Kahn. There's... um, Tatanabu Asano, who plays Raiden. I've seen him in some things. I've seen Jin Han in some things. Uh, guy who plays Kano, I don't recognize him from anything. Even the guy who plays um, 
um, I mentioned Jax. I mentioned Kung Lao. I believe I mentioned Liu Kang. There's another actor in there that I recognized. I don't remember who it was supposed to be. I don't know the actress who's playing Sonya Blade. And I do like that it's that mix. It's that mix of these actors who have been in films before. And they've kind of like not had anything too major. But enough where if like you at least seen one thing they were in. You can kind of go, oh I know that guy. And you be understand that it's not, it's not a bunch of like A-listers. And that's what I like. You don't want to throw a bunch of A-listers at a film like this. You want it to be that you're given the people who have the talent the opportunity, as well as some no-name actors, something that's really good for them to be credited for, especially if this is successful. And I believe it's going to be successful. I believe it's going to be something that's going to be worthwhile, especially if they continue this path of HBO Max doing straight to streaming releases like this. I feel like Mortal Kombat is definitely something they'll hit a they'll hit a huge home run with if they really give it the time and the opportunity to grow. And if this is successful, then hopefully we get that and we get a couple of more of these in the near future. Whether it be following this story or maybe creating a new story, even a freaking TV show like make a ten episodic TV show that comes out every year that just. That gives you 10 hours of time to say, let's use the lore that was created by the video game uh, creators, and let's make a TV show. Let's make an episodic show that we can put on HBO Max, and HBO Max is getting a lot of big hits right now. It's really starting to become something that can really compete in the streaming world, and Mortal Kombat is just going to be another one of those tools that really helps them stand out and makes you really want to say, all right, I'm going to go to HBO Max instead. Again, that's just my opinion. I'm super looking forward to this film, and maybe you are too, you know? Maybe you're as big of a fan as I am, and you've been dying for this for as many years as I have. Um, If you are, thanks for listening. Maybe you share the same opinion as me. Maybe you don't. Maybe you have some other opinions as well. This is just a cause discussion, you know what I'm saying? Uh, But thanks for listening. I really appreciate it, and I'll see you in my next entry.